Good morning and welcome to the Kingdom Leadership Equipping Live group. Uh, this is Sean going live <laughs> and we are talking about equipping leaders in the Kingdom mentality. Also welcome to the KLE group uh, podcast. Welcome to Kingdom leaders from all over the world. Um, if you are listening in on this podcast or coming on live onto the live broadcast in the Facebook group. Great to have you with me. We are um, doing, we do sort of a Friday building his church. Me and, and my friend Steve Bissett, we have a discussion and people just get involved. You know, most of the time him and I are just talking and we talk straight through. We have a conversa conversation and we talk about uh, whatever's on our heart. So we pick up and, and all we do is just hit the record button and just invite people to be part of our discussion. That's what we do all the time. We just talk about things of the kingdom, things of the order of God, things uh, of, uh, of building his church and what the true church building is about. And then Sundays I do just a word on kingdom. And then Mondays I do Monday mentoring, which is more equipping for leadership specifically, more uh, really drilling down into some principles, points and principles for leaders. Um, however, everything here is about leadership equipping. This is not for your, you know, for, for people that are just trying to figure out how to be led by the Spirit of God. Um, this is for people that know that God's got a mission on their heart, God's got an assignment, a purpose for their life, and so they are pressing into actually becoming um, leaders. So, um, oh, it's strange, I've lost some stuff here on, on Facebook. I have no idea if anybody's commenting or whatever. I don't know what's happened here. But anyway, here we go. We're just going to do it anyway. I'm not too worried about technology. Let's just get the message out. The thing is that I really want to share with you a little bit today. And we're talking God's kingdom is here for sure. I have, I have a passage of scripture that's really stood out to me. And then I just want to share with you, um, really picking up a little bit from last week as well. But what I want to say quickly to you is, is that I'm talking about the kingdom of God because to be kingdom leaders, we have to understand where our source of our leadership, where the source of our authority is and why we should be kingdom leaders. What is that mindset? 90%, 80 to 90% of leadership, especially today in the church, well, anytime, anytime in history, the 90% is about your mindset. 90% is about your attitude. It's about your paradigm that you're working out of. If you, you know, if you're talking about normal leaders, um, yesterday, Michelle and I, we were watching a, a, a history program or a document. No, it wasn't a documentary. It's like a, a series from the History Channel. And it's about kings and, and armies and battles and back in the day of France, back in 1200s and 1300s, somewhere back, way back there. And this one king, he gets up and... and begins to shout and scream and demand, and you do it because I'm the king. Well, you know, I said, immediately turned to Michelle, and I said, that's what a lot of leaders do today, because they think that's what leadership is. But that's kingship. And when we understand 
the kind of king that we are is not that kind of king. <laughs> we are kings under the king of kings. And the king of kings doesn't even act like that. We, we reference so quickly God's anger. But the fact is, is God's anger was mostly displayed against those that violated what he did. And specifically, or what he said, and specifically violated by being religious. They focused on the law. Jesus' woes weren't to the people. When Jesus did woes, he did it to the religious leaders of the day. Because they said we can see, but they couldn't see. They said we can hear, but they couldn't hear. They said we can understand, but they couldn't understand. They had hardened hearts, deaf ears, and not physically, spiritually. And they were blind. I believe. That's why Jesus, there was more people healed of blindness than any time in history during Jesus' time on the earth. And what he was revealing to them was, you've got to see, i am come to set the blind free. I've come to get, set the blind free so that they can see. Not just see physically, but that they can see the reality and we've got to understand that we have we need to get the reality we've got to get this this different mindset we've got to get this paradigm we are we get stuck in what everybody else does because everybody else does it in church history and one of the part, parts of this whole program you know the series was just how political the church was at that point in time trying to exert uh, manipulative techniques and strategies to keep the power, to exert power, and how there was this battle between church leaders and, and you know, kingship leaders or monarchies. And so this whole battle is going on, and it's just like, that was, it's not the kingdom of God. Not the kingdom of God at all. In fact, I was watching that, and I thought, that's where... The message of Jesus was lost. Lost. People were, were oppressed. People had to be conquered. People had to be, you know, manipulated and, and dominated so that people could keep their political power and, and prowess and positions and titles and money, etc. And that was, that's not what Jesus proclaimed it all. So to be a leader, you've got to understand what is the kingdom of God. Because to be a kingdom leader is what the world needs, is what Jesus was calling. Now, of course, the question many people say is, well, you know, leadership is not mentioned in the Bible. But just by inherent initiative, just by, by how Jesus dealt with things and how he empowered the people around him, his team around him, how he discipled them, how he mentored them, is leadership in its very DNA, in its very essence, in its very substance of what it is. And that's why I'm so passionate about leadership, because I am passionate to see a generation of kingdom leaders arise, a, a generation of people that think differently and therefore who have a different paradigm, a different point of view, a different way of seeing it. They see, their worldview is from a kingdom perspective. You understand? When you've got a kingdom perspective, 
then everything changes. Then the priorities change, the roles change, the positions change, the functions change, the decisions change, the choices change, the actions, the habits, the behavior changes. Because now there's a new perspective. If you want to change your world, you've got to change your paradigm. You cannot stay in the same paradigm and have a different a different uh, uh, behavior and, and the, in a different world. If you're stuck in an old mentality, in an old way of thinking, in an old way, point of view, point of view, point of view, how you see the world. And you see, we're stuck in old points of view, which we think is the reality and it's not the reality. We've got to discover Jesus' reality. That's why Jesus said, you must not just... He didn't say the truth will set you free. He said, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. It's the truth you know that sets you free. It's when that truth becomes your point of view, when it becomes your paradigm. And that's why when Jesus came preaching, it says that he picked up the message of John the Baptist and he began to say, change your mind or repent. That the word is metanoia, means meta, change, Noia, your thinking processes. Noia is a deep, deep word of not just your thoughts, but the inception of your thoughts. So he said, change your very thinking processes for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And there was, there's this process now that we, he was challenging the religious mindset of the day. You've got to change your thinking. Of course, their whole concept was the Messiah has come and he's going to bring a physical kingdom, deliver us from the Roman Empire. But this is not his kingdom. His kingdom is not of this earth. We bring the colonization of the kingdom of heaven to earth called the kingdom of God. That's the difference. The kingdom of God is the dominion of God into the earth, not over people, but over circumstances by setting people free. You see, the anointing is on Jesus. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he's anointed me to deliver the oppressed, to heal the sick, to set, you know, set the captives free, to open blind eyes, the deaf to hear, etc. The anointing is there. We have now the Holy Spirit, the governor of God, the Holy Spirit, the governor of the kingdom of heaven come to dwell in our heart. And that's why we have the kingdom of God in us, in righteousness, peace and joy. Spoke about that last week. We influence now the earth, the culture, the, commu the community, the world, the globe, the earth. We, 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 we influence with the dominion of God through the kingdom of God by the power of the Holy Spirit because we have the governor. We have the, like the ambassador, the top ambassador. Well, he's not the ambassador. He's like the secretary of state kind of thing. He, he represents all of the government. He represents all of the dominion of the kingdom of heaven. And he dwells in us as temples of the Holy Ghost. And we now we are now agents of the governor's influence to bring the kingdom of God into the earth. Now, that's what I was saying is like, this is for you if you're a leader. If not just positionally, I'm not talking about positionally. I'm not talking about titles, please. I'm not talking about pulpit people only. Uh, they need it. 
<laughs> but I'm talking about you and me. If we have an assignment that we sense in our heart to actually bring and influence the world around us, then we need to have an understanding of this. This Facebook group and this podcast, KLE, is all about um, kingdom leadership equipping. Equipping leaders with a kingdom mindset so that we begin to influence the world with the kingdom of God to bring the kingdom of God to the world. Now, let me get to the scripture that, I, that is really standing out to me that I want to share with you today. Is in Matthew chapter 12, verse 28. In the NIV it says, but if, if it is by the Spirit of God that I drive out demons. Now listen to what Jesus is saying. Because what they were accusing Jesus of was being demonic and working for Satan that he was now, excuse me, driving out demons. So it says, but, but Jesus answers them and he says, But if it is by the Spirit of God that I drive out demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. <laughs> All right, let's look at the Message Bible. I love the Message translation in this. It's really powerful. He says, but if it's by God's power that I'm sending the evil spirits packing, then the king, then God's kingdom is here for sure. Now that's where I've got the title from, God's kingdom is here for sure. <laughs> How in the world do you think it's possible in broad daylight to enter the house of an awake able-bodied man and to walk off with his possessions unless you tie him up first. Time up though and you can clean him out. I want you to see though that if it's by God's power that I'm sending the, hot, the evil spirits packing then God's kingdom is here for sure. This is a re-emphasizing re of last week's message and what I've just been talking about is that The Holy Spirit is the governor of the kingdom of heaven. He's been sent as the initial deposit of the glory of the kingdom of God and the kingdom of heaven being established on the earth. All right. Listen, we, we weren't born to go to heaven. We were born to rule and have dominion on the earth. The church has become so passive that because all they can think about is escape, is getting out of here. Getting raptured, getting out, I want to die, I want to go, Jesus is coming soon, I just want to get out of here. And, and, and you know, and we're all excited about Christ's return as king, because that's what he's coming back as, as the king of kings, the one who rules the kingdoms of the earth, who will smash every kingdom and government that is arrayed against him. He laughs at those who... Um, rail against him, who reject his, his rulership. And he says, I'm with an iron rod, I'm going to rule all these nations, not people, but over the governments. You see, when governments stand up against him, he is the king. And he said, right now, they're doing whatever they like, but the day is coming. Now, as leaders, I want to encourage you to Take up your kingdom leadership and begin to exercise dominion. Dominion is influence, to take authority, to take charge, to have authority, to rule and reign in this life. 
not to escape. We are not called to escape. We're called to come and rule. Jesus came to the earth as king, the Messiah king. And he comes and he brings God's power by the power of the Holy Spirit. And he said, when I do this, he said, if by the Spirit of God I drive out demons, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. That's why when they asked him, what authority are you doing this? He said, what authority did John the Baptist do it? Go, we don't know. He said, well, then I'm not telling you. Because you won't get it. You won't get it. What? Because they were looking for this physical kingdom to arrive. And he was bringing a spiritual kingdom. And John the Baptist, he said, all the prophets and all the, all the prophets converged in a sense, ultimately in the, the last Elijah, if you may, which was, John the Baptist, preparing the way for the king and his kingdom to arrive. What did John preach? Change your thinking because the kingdom of God is at hand. What did Jesus preach? When John was put into prison, Jesus picks up the same mandate, the same message, and begins to declare, change your thinking for the kingdom of heaven is here. All right. So now... He says to these Pharisees, he said, If by the Spirit of God I drive out demons, and the kingdom of God has come upon you. The governor is here. And if the governor is here, then that's what's going to happen. Then a, the force, the tyrannical, empirical uh, dominion of darkness, reign, rule of darkness, is going to be removed. Because the kingdom of God is here. Because the governor is here. <laughs> See, even Jesus would not operate without the governor of heaven, which is the Holy Spirit. Now, I don't mean to downplay, you know, his Godhead. That's not what I'm trying to say. But the Holy Spirit, Jesus said this. If you go and listen to last week's message, Jesus said this. He said that when the spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truth, show you things to come regarding the kingdom of God. And But before that, he said, he will not speak of his own. He speaks only what he hears in heaven, only what he hears me say. And I only give what I hear the Father give. We need to understand that, is that when we get this clear, I'm telling you, it opens up so many things. It begins to, it begins to position you for authority, for rule, and for reign. For God's kingdom is here for sure, because the Holy Spirit is here for sure. The Holy Spirit is in you, and God's power, therefore, is here. You, we begin to deal with these forces, these influential forces. If you go and look in Ephesians chapter 6, and it talks about principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness, um, spiritual wickedness in high places. Each of those rank and file levels of satanic kingdom is all about influence. Principalities is huge global influence. If, if you go look at the Greek word, exousia is the right to influence, the right to rule, to exercise authority. Exousia, so powers, that's the word powers. They are more continental. If you go and look at the word, and then spirit, uh, spiritual wickedness in high places, or, or spirits of the dark, I um, uh, can't remember the word, anyway. It's, it's like world rulers, kratos. It, they, they are world rulers, <laughs> is another, the, the spirits of darkness. So principalities, powers, rulers of the darkness, that's the one. So they are 
they have a power and influence over Kratos, over the systems of the world. The, the systems, you understand? And that's that's the thing that influences us. That's what we get caught in, is these whole these systems. That's what it puts the pressure on, brings the persecution, is the systems, the legal system, the economic system, the political system, the, the all the different systems, the Kratos, not the terror. The earth is the Lord's, not the systems. The systems is what, what fights against God, the world systems. And demons influence that. And then spiritual wickedness in high places. So in the atmosphere, we've got this this uh, influence going on in our cultures, in our in our societies, in our communities. We've got these influences going on. We've got to understand this stuff. You know, I talk to Christians, and many of them have not are not aware and conscious of the two realms. That it's as close as this that spiritual realm right here, and we need to be aware of it. And but most of all, we need to be aware of of the governor of the kingdom of heaven, where our government is seated, <laughs> glory to God, with all the power resources being invested in the governor who's come to live in us so that we can release through righteousness, peace, and joy, the authority, the dominion, the power of the, of the kingdom of God into the earth. That's what Jesus was saying. And I'm really trying to really convey this to you. But listen, in Matthew 12, Quickly, I want to finish now. Matthew 12, verse 43 to 45, the Message Bible says this. Now, Jesus goes on along. You can go read the whole chapter there. Very interesting how he engages them. And if you understand it from this point of view, it changes the, the perspective a little bit on what Jesus was saying. But when the defining spirit, Jesus said, is expelled from someone, now, from there, from in dealing with the spiritual force in this this one guy, then they were trying to trap him, you know, and saying he's broken religious laws and how can he do that? And so they accused him of being of the devil and he's going, how do you do that? How does a, how do you, you know, one person in the same organization or the same family attack another one and hope to stay whole? It doesn't happen. He's, but he was challenging the whole religious institution of the day and and so now he says when a defiling evil spirit is expelled from someone it drifts along through the desert looking for an oasis some unsuspecting soul it can bedevil but when it doesn't find anyone it says I'll go back to my old haunt on return it finds the person spotlessly clean but vacant it then runs out and rounds up seven other spirits more evil than itself, and they all move in, whooping it up. That person ends up far worse off than if he'd never gotten cleaned up in the first place. That's what this generation is like. Now listen, Jesus is not saying a person who's had the devil cast out of them, this is what happens to them. He says, this is what this generation, that generation that he was speaking to right there, he said, this is what this generation is like. You may think you have cleaned out the junk from your lives and got ready for God, but you weren't hospitable to my kingdom message. And now all the devils are moving back in. There's nothing worse than religious devils, man. We were watching that program yesterday and it's just like, how evil 
religion was and is. Maybe they don't burn people at the stake and torture them anymore to so-called get them to conform to their thing. But today they use other methods. Other methods to get you to conform to their message. And Jesus says this, this generation is like that. You may think you've cleaned out the junk. These, you know, you cleaned out all this rubbish that keeps you in bondage to a demonic kingdom, to a satanic kingdom, to a religious mindset or a religious life. And he said, and you think you've gotten ready for God, but you weren't ready. You weren't receiving my kingdom message. And now all the devils are moving back in. Because you see, when the kingdom of God, when the governor of the kingdom comes in, the rule of God, the government of God moves in. And when the government of God moves in, all the devils need to move out. And we've got to, we've got to begin to take that authority and say, this belongs, this body, this mind, this life belongs to the king of kings. That's why whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. When we call upon his lordship, we are saved. He's our savior, but he's our Lord. Every knee will bow and every tongue will confess what? That he is Lord. Amen. And so when we declare his lordship in our lives, his dominion comes into us by the power of the Holy Spirit and all the power of darkness has to leave. But when, when people went hot, he said, this generation are not hospitable to my kingdom message, to the gospel of the kingdom. They're not hospitable to receiving the truth of the kingdom of God. They don't want to know the truth of the kingdom. He says, now all the devils move back in again. And we've got to stand and take authority. We've got to have dominion. We've got to begin to realize that the, the governor of the kingdom of heaven has moved in. And that's why the kingdom of God has come inside of us. We carry, we are carriers of the governor of the kingdom of God. The representation of the glory of the kingdom of heaven is dwelling within us. We're talking kingdoms. We're not talking countries, democracies. We're not talking um, republics. We're not talking church organizations, religious institutions. We're not talking, you know, these things. We are talking the government of heaven that resides in a place called the kingdom of heaven where God sits on his throne with Jesus at his right hand as king who has sent the spirit of God, the governor of heaven to dwell in us, to be the representation of heaven's glory so that we can be the influences, the dominion takers, the livers, the, 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 the ones that reign and rule in life and bring that rule and reign so that the devils cannot move back in, cannot move back into our territory. We have to take responsibility. We have to take charge. I want to charge you is stop thinking about getting out. Stop thinking about getting out and occupy. Occupy with dominion and authority because the kingdom of God is in you. Now listen, I haven't got it all. I'm learning these things. I'm, go I'm going, I never was taught this stuff. For years and years and years, I listened to messages, never understood this stuff. And now suddenly I'm understanding that we are kingdom citizens. <laughs> Glory to God. Not members of churches. We're 
kingdom citizens, members of his family, sons of God. Now, you know, you can call me a heretic. That's fine. But I'm telling you something about this is that we, we need to go back to what Jesus preached and what Jesus introduced. Something got lost. Paul, up until the last moment of his life, in Acts 28, was preaching and teaching about the kingdom of God, discussing the kingdom of God with the religious leaders that came to see him at, in the house where he was imprisoned. Yep. That's the message. We need to understand this message because you weren't receiving my kingdom message and now all the devils are moving back in again. What influence are you under? 1 Corinthians chapter 12 verse 1, Paul says this, he says, Brothers, I don't want you to be ignorant or unaware or not conscious of. Ignorant. I don't want you to be stupid concerning spirituals. The word there is pneumaticos, not spiritual gifts. The word gifts doesn't appear in the original. Spirituals, pneumaticos. So I don't want you to be ignorant concerning pneumaticos. He goes on to talk about the influence. You were under the influence of demons. He says, but now you're under the influence of the Spirit of God. <laughs> Glory to God. Oh, yeah, man, what a powerful, powerful, powerful thing this is. You see, when we think authority is just another message, when we think, uh, you know, the Christian power is something to attain, we got to, we scream more, pray more, you know, fast, we're trying to get more power. We don't, we have the power. The thing about it is, is that we've got to get a new mindset so that we can begin to walk in it. Until we walk in it, we'll not see it. Jesus said, when the Spirit of God comes, if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come unto you. Why? Because the, the Spirit of God represents the authority, the power of the kingdom of God. You've got to have a source for your authority. It's not just because, just because you're a Christian and you go to church. You don't have authority for that. Then the seven sons of Sceva tried that one. It doesn't work. You've got to understand the source of your power, the source of your authority, the source of your dominion. It's what... God gave to Adam back in the in the Garden of Eden, before, before the Garden of Eden, to go into the Garden of Eden. God said, you will have dominion, take charge, rule, have authority. Jesus has restored that. You were born to be reborn into the kingdom of God. And that's what we spoke about last week. That's what we spoke about Monday. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. Thank you for being with me. Um, those scriptures were Matthew chapter 12, verse 28, and Matthew chapter 12, verse 43 to 45. I suggest you go read the whole chapter of Matthew 12 um, and really meditate on what Jesus was saying, that the Spirit of God, is, he said, if I, by the Spirit of God, drive out demons, then the kingdom of God has come unto you. Then God's kingdom is here for sure. <laughs> and then he said, you, you think you cleaned out the junk from your lives, got ready for God, but you weren't hospitable to my kingdom message. And now all the devils are coming back in. All the influence. You're not allowing God to rule and to reign, to be king. You're not allowing his government to come in. 
And that's a problem. I see too many people. I wish I'd been discipled in these things 40 years ago. I wish. I, oh, I wish. I, I wish I'd been discipled in this mentality. I think my life would have been so much different now. But hey, it is what it is. Call for such a time as this. And so this is why I'm sharing it with you. I'm sharing it passionately because, man, it's changed my thinking. And this is what I invest into people's lives. I don't try and, I, I don't try and build organizations now. I'm building people, the church. I want to get them to see you have the Holy Spirit, not because, so you can just talk in tongues. That's part of it. That's part of the culture. And I, let's not go there. But it's not just so you can pray in tongues and pray for the sick. You understand? That is all part of it. But they, it's a bigger picture than that. Step away from all of that and stop thinking about these little things. Oh, you know, it's like there's a much bigger picture. You re, you're a recreated being to be a citizen of heaven. To be translated out of the kingdom of heaven, darkness, out of the domain and the reign of and the rulership of Satan, then to be placed in the kingdom of the Son of His love, Colossians chapter Colossians chapter one. That's what it's about. That all authority Jesus said is given to me in heaven and earth. Go therefore, go therefore, make disciples. In other words, go and invest this kingdom message into them. The kingdom values, the kingdom glory, the kingdom. Bring them under the influence of the rule of God. And their lives will be changed and transformed. I'm, you know, there's no pressure in that because I'm representing heaven. I don't have to worry. You know, I'm, I'm really getting to the place that the opinions of men don't matter to me. What I have and don't have doesn't matter to me because I'm going what God wants me to do. He will resource because I'm representing heaven. I'm representing the kingdom of heaven by bringing the kingdom of God. So as long as I'm keep, keep bringing the kingdom of God, Matthew chapter 6, all these things shall be added unto you. How about you? Do what you can with what you have where you are today. Keep bringing the kingdom rule of God into wherever you are. And begin to see the rule and the reign of God begin to influence and change lives. It's about influence. That's what it is. It's about influence. We don't heal for our sake. We don't, we don't cast out devils for our sake. We don't have signs and wonders for our sake. In fact, in that, in that scripture, they were going. And that's why Jesus said what he said in, in Matthew 12, verse 43 and 45. 43245 because they were saying show us a sign give us a sign that you bring in the kingdom that's what they were saying if you're the messiah king then show us a sign to confirm this he said evil adulterous generations look for for a signs because they don't get it they don't get the kingdom of god <laughs> we're running off the signs and wonders we're trying to find you know hopefully we can see god you know somewhere God is in us. God has come and brought his kingdom rule and government in us. We just haven't, we've not been hospitable. We've not received. We've not opened our lives and allowed him to rule in, in his, for, with his kingdom in us. Then we understand what it is to rule and reign. Then we're not looking for signs. These, the power, the influence of the kingdom of God comes along. Amen. <laughs> well, I pray that this uh, stirs you up. 
If you get mad at me, I pray that a seed will be sown into your life, that something in there you'll begin to see. Uh, and next week I'll tell you another story about that. All right. <laughs> Love and appreciate you. Thank you for being with me, Rhonda and Josh and Pastor Alal. It be great to have you with me again. And Madonna also. Good to see you again um, hopping on to this live broadcast. Hey, this is going to be live. It's going to be staying in the group. It stays here. But there's, it's also on the KLE podcast. So to the KLE podcast listeners, thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening in and for your downloads. Please give me a, a five-star review on, on uh, iTunes where we are and also on Anchor, anchor.fm. Most of the listeners at the moment are on Anchor FM, and but we're also on iTunes, Google, Spotify, etc., etc. So there's a couple of other platforms that we find ourselves on. Also, you can catch me on the Leadership Boost podcast every day of the week. I'm speaking um, principles, points and principles regarding leadership. It is kingdom-based, but I don't talk about that. That is just reaching out into everybody. Uh, to actually um, equip whoever aspires to leadership out in the world. So that's growing and love to have you there too. Talk about points and principles um, that will help you as a leader. All right. So thank you for being with me. I pray in Jesus' name there will be a release of uh, that you, a spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of God, that you would understand what it is to see and embrace His kingdom in your life and see more and more rule and reign, power and authority coming um, into manifestation in your life. You can't get any more. You've got it all, but you just haven't released it. So um, I pray that it will be released in your life and my life. I'm praying for me too that I would see more of this in my life, that I would get come to a greater understanding of it and, and have a, a deeper revelation, illumination of all these things. All right. So wherever you are in the world, God bless you. And thank you for being with me. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow, Mentoring Monday or next week and Sunday. All right. God bless you. Bye-bye.